been encouraged by Jewish professors to hide my Jewish star because to hide it. yeah, if I don't feel safe. Like this is not how campus is supposed to be. This is supposed to be a safe place for me. Ah uh, yes, Lauren Kale, Washington DC college student. The rising tide of genocidal anti-Semitism it is it is everywhere. And I'm sorry, it's just the the story just uh, the stories just keep falling through the ceiling tiles on us. And it gets uh, crazier and crazier. And now Led Zeppelin. And I uh, I tell you, one of the things uh, that really ought to happen, I've been talking about this from the beginning too, the Israelis really need to release videos and photographs of the barbarity uh, because it's been buried like nothing I've ever seen before. You know, the news media doesn't cover the war in Ukraine. By the way, anybody for a ceasefire in Ukraine, anybody on the left, hey, left, Ceasefire in Ukraine? Anybody want uh, maybe Russia ceasefire? No? No? Uh, peace talks uh, ongoing at the United Nations? No. For Ukraine? No. Condemnations at the United Nations uh, of Russia? No. No. Um, maybe we should go to Geneva and, and uh, argue over the shape of a table for a while and then have peace talks. But no, there's no talk of that. No, that's... Why? Well, Joe Biden and the Democrats, there's no talk at the White House or among the White House press corps about a ceasefire between Russia and Ukraine. None whatsoever. And honestly, the Biden administration sending relief supplies to the Gaza Strip, shouldn't they also be sending relief supplies to Putin and Russia? Wouldn't that be the same thing? Yes. Yes, it would. Thank you very much. Just uh, just nuts, just completely crazy, crazy, man, crazy. Absolutely nuts. But uh, Israel should release all the videos and the photos. And if you don't want to look at them, don't look at them. But uh, it should have been put out immediately. And I understand sensitivity to the families and everything. But the propaganda war is big and it's ongoing and it's, and it's right now. Right now. Now, uh, Michael Piercy uh, ferreting around. We just played uh, in... New York City, we played audio for, for you out of uh, New York City, where they were marching in the, the left, marching in the streets. Uh, Adolf Hitler's party was the Socialist Workers' Party of Germany. And in New York City, they were chanting, Israel, Israel, you can't hide, you're committing genocide. <laughs> And you can hear the lefties. Uh, it's the, the you can tell by the guy's voice that he's a leftist. Uh, the lefties love a bullhorn, and somebody always brings a drum, you know, because they're very severely mentally impaired. Well, at uh, the University of California at Los Angeles, uh, known as UCLA, they also had a gathering of uh, the uh, intellectual giants yesterday. And they were chanting a kind of a variation on Israel, Israel, you can't hide, you're committing genocide. See if you can hear what they are saying here, because what they're saying at UCLA, liberal California, liberal Los Angeles, uh, even worse. Yeah. 
Israel, Israel, you can't hide. Isn't it amazing how in New York and in Los Angeles they have uh, the same beginning chant? Then they got another guy with a drum and another idiot with a bullhorn. But they, according to the local reports, are chanting, Israel, Israel, you can't hide, just like in New York. And then they're chanting, we want Jewish genocide. We want Jewish genocide. That's uh, UCLA. Uh, And in New York, Israel, Israel, you can't hide. How is it that a continent away, they have the same talking points? And the answer is the left, organizing, social media. It goes back to Occupy Wall Street when they were putting together their their chump lists, their mailing lists, their social media lists, and and so on. And uh, they they snap their fingers and they say, let's have nationwide. You know, what well, the day before yesterday? It was the day before yesterday or the day before that. It was uh, Wednesday or Tuesday where nationwide college walkouts in favor of Hamas and the Palestinians. And uh, they just make it happen because the left, they're, they're busy little beavers. They're worker ants. Michael Piercy wants to weigh in. For the record, uh, UCLA's student paper says that they're saying, we charge you with genocide. We charge you with genocide. That's, uh, that's, uh, so there are varying reports as to what they said. Maybe they were mixing it up. Yeah, because that's what's going on in the Gaza. That's uh, the uh, Israelis committing genocide. That's, that's what it is. But again, it, it is a variation. You got New York City over here and Los Angeles over here and the same or nearly identical chants. And, you know, you can mix it up. And this time when you chant it, it's a, you know, we accuse you of genocide. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. You're guilty of genocide because Democrats. Now, the foreign minister of Iran, whose name is uh, Hossein Amir Abdullahan, and uh, Hossein Amir Abdullahan. It's Lahain. Lahain. I apologize. Lahain. Uh, Abdullahan. And uh, he's the foreign minister. And the Biden administration let him come into the country to go to the United Nations and stand with the green wall behind him to threaten the world. And that's what the foreign minister of Iran did yesterday. Uh, President Trump did not allow this same individual a visa to come into the United States because President Trump and the Trump administration recognized that this guy is a bad guy. And you don't invite, uh, you know, Goebbels or Himmler to the United Nations to give a speech like he has the same status and standing of, uh, of any other foreign minister. So here is the Iranian foreign minister yesterday at the United Nations with the green wall behind him, Hossein Amir Abdullahin. I'm going with Abdullahin. What do you think? Pretty good, Abdullahin? I'm going with it. Here, the Iranian foreign minister invited into the United States. Oh, sure. You want a visa to come to the U.N. to, to uh, threaten us? Absolutely. Can I give you billion dollars while you're here? Maybe I can just sign over my daughter to you and you can take her home and uh, bury her in a tunnel. You can uh, make uh, Here he is, the Iranian foreign minister at the United Nations, threatening us all. I warn if the genocide in Gaza continues... They will not be spared from this fire. It is our home, and West Asia is our region. 
Ah, West Asia is our region. It is our home, and uh, you will not be left out. And, uh, you know, they're behind Hamas. They're behind the uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. They're behind Hezbollah in Lebanon. They are dedicated to the proposition of wiping out the state of Israel from the river to the sea. And you have liberal Democrat reporters at Bloomberg that say, oh, no, from the river to the sea just just means that we're going to... yeah, that's right. We're going to have a democracy because, oh, that's what they've done in Gaza, certainly. So that's what you could expect them to do. And uh, he's there to threaten the world because Joe Biden said, visa, sure, come in, come on into the country. What's the problem? All right, let's get to, uh, and again, we had this, uh, the young man, one of the college students, saying that it uh, doesn't feel like the United States of America feels like 1939 Nazi Germany. And he's a uh, kid who, who uh, has some idea of what's going on here. 1939, Nazi Germany, anti-Semitism getting worse. College campuses doesn't feel like the United States of America. Feels like 1939, Nazi Germany. My father actually took some time out of his youth to go to Europe and kill Nazis. So I understand it, he did a pretty good job, too. You know, uh, air metal, silver star. Never mind. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Bill calling from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. William, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yeah, we need to call these people uh, what they really are. It's Nazi students, Nazi professors, Nazi universities. And uh, I got a good rhyme for you. You got a rhyme? From the river to the sea, Palestine will never be. From the river to the sea, Palestine will never be. A friend of mine texted me uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Um, Yeah, uh, from the river to the sea, um, uh, Israel only. No West Bank, no Gaza. um, From the river to the sea. And what was your your, uh, uh, finish-up line there, Bill? Well, Palestine will never be. From the river to the sea, right. Palestine will never be. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, honestly, that you know, the 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 mantra from Israel should be uh, from the river to the sea, uh, Israel only. Uh, but Palestine will never be. That uh, see that works because the uh, you, you you take your cues uh, and that's good. You uh, you get a learning curve. You are listening to the chants, these anti-Semitic chants. Um, I. Uh, I got to tell you, Bill, are are you Jewish yourself? No, I'm not. Right. But you're an American. Yes, sir. And you're a normal person, and you recognize evil when you see it, and we must call it by its name. Uh, speaking of calling the things by their name, yeah. I save you a little time. Okay. They're not the mainstream media. They're not the corporate media. God love us soul. They're not the drive-by media. There's a Democrat Party media. Yeah, they no, are. You don't have to repeat yourself. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, That's good stuff, Bill. Um, how's life in Scottsdale, Arizona? Everything beautiful there? Wonderful. Love yeah. I escaped from uh, Chicago. I'm listening to you on WLS. Is that right? That's great. Yep. That's uh, That's wonderful. 
Well, God bless. Have a great uh, Scottsdale, Arizona day. And uh, thank you for being a normal person. I, uh, you know, at the Chris Plant store, we have our Remember Normal t-shirts, Remember Normal coffee mugs. And maybe these uh, little fascist college students at their Nazi institutions should uh, get uh, Remember Normal wear. Remember Normal baseball caps. Remember Normal t-shirts. Remember Normal coffee mugs. Uh, and lots of other fun stuff, too, like Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. You know, Joe Biden's naked again. Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. These are extraordinary times we are in. Boy, oh, boy. Never thought I'd see this. And here we are. And and again, I've been making this point for years, and and I got a little bit of pushback sometimes when I remind people and I think it's important to remind people because we seem to have erased so much of the history of the 20th century, which uh, created all of the structures that the planet Earth is dealing with today. That uh, Adolf Hitler's Nazi Party is, uh, uh, everybody knows him as the Nazi Party. The full name of the Nazi Party, play along at home, the National Socialist German Workers Party. National, and they're like, oh yeah, national socialists are not like other socialists. They're not like local socialists or international socialists. No, actually, they are, and they're German. We we know they're in Germany, uh, and it's a workers' party. They got the Socialist Workers' Party of Germany, and that's the Nazi Party. Don't kid yourself that oh, they're right wingers. Really, left wingers identified them and labeled them as right wingers. What makes them? And you know, also keeping in mind 20th century European politics are not really comparable in most relevant ways to American politics and American political structures. But um, the National Socialist German Workers' Party, oh, well, they killed the communists. Well, of course, before the communists killed them, because the Socialist Workers' Party and the Communist Party were killing everybody because they're both authoritarian and or totalitarian regimes. And uh, it's what we in the mainstream of America, like myself, uh, fight against. We recognize authoritarianism when we see it from school board meetings and, and school curricula, your gender confusion, your leftist indoctrination, and now your jihadi indoctrination. You guys are really coming out of your shells. Into the light of day they come. Hey, do you have nasty odors in your home or your office that you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke and litter boxes, and even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds, too, to clear any room of any odor. I have two of them at home myself. Plus, there are no expensive filters to have to buy and schedule to replace again and again. You can hold one in your hand. They're only this big. Hundreds of thousands of thunderstorms have already been sold. Thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing Internet. You can check them out. It works like a champ. And this week, I've got a great deal for you. To get your own thunderstorms, because right now you can save 200 American dollars on three Eden Pure thunderstorms 
for whole home protection. One for the teenager's room. Three units for under $200. You know what some of these other air purifiers cost? Just go to EdenPureDeals.com. You enter the discount code CHRIS, C-H-R-I-S, that's me. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS, and you get free shipping. Free shipping. Man, oh, man. All right. Well, we've still got more. We got a little Joe Biden, too. We got a little Joe Biden. He didn't say anything that made any sense, but what he said I'll share with you. And uh, more wacky Democrat news still coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. By the way, the uh, United States Air Force carried out airstrikes in Syria yesterday. Two F-16 fighter jets. Sure, I got to fly an F-16 one day. Two F-16 fighter jets carried out strikes on two different Iranian sites in Syria related to the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps which uh, too many in the media are now calling the Iranian or Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. No, it's the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps because it is the Islamic Revolution and it is a worldwide movement and they're working on getting nuclear weapons thanks to Barack Obama and Joe Biden enriching uranium, spinning centrifuges, advancing their ballistic missile programs. But U.S. fighter jets bombed two sites, munitions sites, belonging to the IRGC in Syria, which is not Iran at all. Um, now, you got to remember that um, Barack Obama bombed more countries during his time in office than any president since World War II. It is, uh, I hope it's true where you are too, but it's a, it's a great day for a happy hour here in uh, Washington, D.C. because the weather is great. 75 degrees, we've got a high of uh, 78 today. And uh, that's great. They downgraded tomorrow. Tomorrow was supposed to be 80, now it's only 74. But it's, uh, you know, it's always a good day for a happy hour, isn't it? It's the Irish in me coming out. <laughs> That's a, that's a wild. That's a wild. Yeah, 74 and sunny. Trying to trying to rally, uh, you know, a handful of pals to come out and have a happy hour. Because it's time to be happy. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is uh, amazingly the president of the United States. And this was, I think this was a day before yesterday that Joe Biden was was speaking. And, and the news media, you know, the Democrats... The Democrat media, but it's all the, you know, 
The Democrat media is pushing the agenda of the Israelis are being too harsh in the Gaza and civilians are being killed. Now, the problem is the Israelis uh, often announce, and they've made it very clear uh, what their intentions are. They have instructed civilians to get out of the north uh, of Gaza. Uh, Again, about 25 miles, a little more than 25 miles of Mediterranean coastline there. The Israelis have actually called buildings and said, get out of that building. It's about to be blown up. But the Hamas people make everybody stay, you know, with their AK-47s and and they uh, they brutalize people and they make them stay, hoping that the Israelis will drop a bomb and then they can turn it into a media circus and say, oh, look, the Jews are committing genocide. And then on American college campuses, people that self-describe as liberals are out there chanting and carrying the Hamas water. But Joe Biden and and, and the whole the whole media thing is the 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 Palestinians Hamas killed 1,400 Israelis one Saturday morning in a savage and brutal way. And they say, but now the Israelis have killed more Palestinians than that. Shouldn't they stop? Like you're supposed to go to the number of people that they killed and then stop, because that makes sense. That would be a proportionate response, which is an idiotic concept in most circumstances. But here's here's Joe Biden. Um, Gosh, Mr. President... The mean, terrible Israelis are committing genocide in the Gaza, and they've already killed more Arabs than the Arabs killed Israelis. So shouldn't they stop now? I'm sure innocents have been killed, and it's the price of waging a war. I think we should be incredibly careful. I think not we, the Israelis should be incredibly careful to be sure that they're focusing on going after the folks that are the pro- propagating this war against Israel, and uh, and it's against their interest when that doesn't happen. But I have no confidence in the number that the Palestinians are using. Which is racists. Why do you have no confidence? See, the, 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 the pals, they, they get to make up numbers all over the place, and then the New York Times and CNN carry the fake numbers, just as they did with the when the hospital parking lot was hit. And the New York Times and CNN and across the media universe, the Associated Press, Israel bombed a hospital and killed 500 civilians, doctors, nurses, patients, you know, all the people you might find in a hospital. And um, and then, of course, later it turned out that wasn't the case. It didn't take long. But the lie made its way around the world before the truth put its scrubs on. Scrubs, that's hospital, uh, more hospital talk there. Kabul Kirby is a uh, he's a spokesperson for the Biden administration's National Security Council or whatever it is and whatever his title is this week and and uh, Kabul Kirby was in the White House briefing room yesterday and a left wing agitator Peter Alexander who also is paid to be a reporter for NBC Fake News and Peter Alexander he, did you see the look on his face Michael. He looked genuinely concerned. His, his, his heart was, was in pain as he asked um, about the poor innocent people 
that those dastardly Israelis are killing. The president's lack of confidence in the numbers that we're getting out of Gaza right now. As you noted, the Gaza Health Ministry um, is run by Hamas. But to be clear, the president and the White House, you don't dispute that thousands of Palestinians, many of them innocent civilians, have been killed by Israeli strikes so far, do you? Of course not. We, we absolutely know that the death toll continues to rise in Gaza. Of course we know that. But what we're saying is that we, we shouldn't rely on numbers put forth by Hamas and the Ministry of Health. Or NBC News or the New York Times or the Associated Press or CNN, who all gleefully got it completely wrong and just took the Hamas numbers. Again, this is a radical Islamic terrorist army. And our news media is taking at face value their false claims, their propagandistic claims, and publishing them. And it becomes the narrative with people like Rashida Tlaib, who experiences a calming feeling every time she thinks of the Holocaust. If she's having trouble getting to sleep at night, got her creepy head on a creepy pillow, and uh, she's having trouble sleeping, anxiety over, you know, Hamas not doing as well as she would hope. She likes to think about the Holocaust because a calming feeling comes over her and she can get to sleep, you know, at home in bed on an airplane. Oh, I just think about the Holocaust and I become so calm inside. She's a Democrat member of Congress. Peter Alexander uh, talking to Kabul Kirby and it's like, but thousands you don't deny that thousands and that innocent civilians. And I'd say, well, Peter Alexander, since you're an advocate for Hamas now, you don't deny that virtually every single Israeli murdered on October 7th was an innocent civilian and that they targeted schools and children and families and they dismembered people and they beheaded people. You don't deny any of that. And they're dedicated, and their charter calls for the total destruction of the state of Israel from the river to the sea, which Democrats are now chanting in the United States of America on college campuses. Peter Alexander, Democrat Party activists, and Kabul Kirby. More than 7,000. Is there any way to assess how many it is? Are you, I mean, the, the president said it was a pretty dramatic moment when he said, yeah, we don't have any confidence in that. We respect that you can't, under, you can't take Hamas at its word, but it does appear by all independent journalism, including that by a lot of people in the room, that thousands of Palestinians have been killed. We, we, would, not, we would not dispute that. Thousands of people in there. And uh, see, he's making the argument so he can go on TV and make Israel out to be the aggressor, to be the bad guy, to be going too far. Uh, because, and including many of people in this room, that was fabricated. Nobody in that room has been anywhere near any of this. You, you read stories on the internet, and uh, the Israelis really need to make the videos and the pictures public. It was a dramatic moment when Joe Biden said he doesn't necessarily believe the, what's coming out of just amazing. Our Democrat Party. I mean our news media. I mean our Democrat Party. I mean our news media. She's my sister. She's my daughter. Amazing. Let's go to a soundbite. Uh, let's go to Dan Diker. His name is Diker. I didn't name him, but that's his name. His name is Diker. Let's go to number 18 and then number 17 of Dan Diker, who is with the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs. What do they do? Well, you know, they do public affairs for uh, Jerusalem. That's, uh, that's the thing about that. Uh, Dan Diker explaining that uh, Hamas and uh, Peter Alexander will never understand, never understand any of this. But 
Uh, talking about Hamas being a, a front for Iran, which also has the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. And Joe Biden just dropped bombs on two sites in Syria yesterday. Again, the Obama-Biden administration dropped bombs on more countries, eight is the number, than any administration since World War II. And Barack Obama has the Nobel Peace Prize at home. He must kind of chuckle quietly every time he walks by it. And he divided this country along lines of race and class and gender and gender and gender and gender. And and uh, here's Dan Diker of the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs talking about Iran and a little bit of context and, and, and what's happening in the United States for the lover. The Iranian proxy Hamas, the Iranian regime proxy Hamas, is on college campuses. And in fact, uh, the, when you see these mass protests of thousands of students yelling from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, that is the same uh, refrain that the Hamas charter of 1988 that calls for the murder of Jews and the destruction of Israel uh, calls for. It's the same chant on university campuses under Students for Justice in Palestine mm-hmm. that you see in the Hamas charter calling for the genocide against Jews. Iran-backed, radical Islamic, genocidal, terrorist group from the river to the sea. And the Democrats have brought that chant from the 1988 Hamas charter, and that's the language they use to wipe Israel off the map from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. And the Democrats have popularized it with college kids. Your Democrat party. I've been saying for years they should be wearing armbands. When did I start? So that was at well over 10 years ago, certainly. Uh, I've been talking about the, it'd be convenient if the Democrats would wear armbands out and about so that, uh, you know, we could see them. We could identify them properly. If you're going to identify as a nausea, then, uh, you know, you should. Uh, and there was a, who was that? Uh, was that, uh, no, there was Ilhan Omar, goose stepping along and her, her heels uh, sounded like uh, goose stepping. Here's uh, Dan Diker uh, with the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs uh, reminding us also that Iran doesn't just have it in for Israel. The Iranian regime has a grand strategy of attacking the United States that they labeled as of 1979 the Great Satan and Israel the, the Little Satan. And this is a grand strategy, it's a total uh, uh, Iranian full-scale attack on, on the United States and Israel, which has been planned for the last 40 years. Last 40 years, uh, America's the great Satan, Israel's the little Satan. Uh, you know, we're the, we're the big one that they have to get. It's their religious duty as radical Islamists. And the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps is... Uh, and, and the Obama-Biden administration, of course, freed up tens of billions of dollars that uh, flowed to the Ayatollahs, allowed them to continue to enrich uranium, spin centrifuges, advance their ballistic missile program. What do you think they're building all that for? That's to kill us. You know, Lenin and the commies used to say, the capitalists will sell you the rope with which to hang them. Well, the Democrats are actually paying for the uranium that they're enriching 
and the ballistic missiles that they're building to kill us and Israel. You're a Democrat party. There they are. Okay, let's uh, let's see. Let's grab a uh, phone call. It's Friday. Start working with your friends on a happy hour of summer. I think that's a good idea. Let's go to Scott calling from Kansas. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Scott, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, gee whiz. Hi, Chris. <laughs> hey, hey, gee whiz, Scott. Well, welcome. On a lighter, real quick, on a lighter note, your bumper music is super duper. <laughs> your your hold music sucks. <laughs> uh, I'll, anyway, I'll I'll bring that I, to the responsible authorities. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just it, it's amazing. I know the Israel, and as far as I'm concerned, Israel just needs to bring the reign of pain. But anyway, it's amazing how the Biden corruption stuff has just gone bye-bye. It's you know? true. And, and you know, I heard something, I think it was on Red Eye Radio, how he's basically funding both sides of the war. Yep. And you just go, my goodness, you know, I'm 61. I never thought this day would come. That's for sure. Uh, let me tell you, uh, Scott, we're we're effectively funding both sides of the war in Ukraine as well. Um, Joe Biden's uh, energy policies have uh, created a great windfall for Russia and for Iran uh, on the order of tens of billions of dollars for Russia and for Iran because of Joe Biden's lame brain energy policies and lifting sanctions on Iran in particular on energy. And we are effectively funding Russia um, by uh, assisting them on energy policy, bringing in tens of billions to the coffers. And, of course, we're funding Ukraine. We're, of course, funding Israel. And Joe Biden is freeing up money, hundreds of millions of dollars just a couple of weeks ago, to Hamas, uh, tens of billions to Iran, again, the, the parent corporation of Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah and he is, uh, and he is a bad guy. And since you mentioned it, uh, Scott, and I'm running out the clock on myself, but the Washington Times today, Susan Friccio, the great and wonderful Susan Friccio, is the reporter. Prosecutors say feds thwarted Biden inquiry, no follow-up on determination of credible bribery evidence. And it turns out that the FBI <laughs> had at least 40-4-0 confidential sources feeding information to the FBI about the Biden family's ongoing corrupt schemes of uh, skimming money from corrupt regimes all over the world. And uh, back here at headquarters in Washington, D.C., they put the kibosh on everything. The FBI did, the Justice Department did, and now some of these people are coming out. And, you know, Scott Brady, who was U.S. attorney for the Western District of Pennsylvania, described lawmakers in a closed-door review on Monday uh, that uh, top brass at the FBI showed intense interest in the investigation of uh, the Biden's ties to Ukrainian energy company, but the uh, Bureau then uh, spiked it and the Justice Department because, you know, the permanent bureaucracy, Scott, uh, built into the machine and uh, the Democrats are, you know, they could... I, Scott, I think Joe Biden could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue... And he'd still get 
every vote at Maine Justice and in the FBI leadership because our country has become a very, very corrupt country. And the FBI is so corrupt that it should actually be dismantled and disbanded and we should start over again. Yeah, the Bidens are getting away with it here, Scott. We're going to talk about it here. The New York Times, The Washington Post, and CNN will not, but we will cover the news, and The Washington Times will as well. Now, Rashida Tlaib is a Democrat congresswoman and a jihadi. She's a jihadi, genocidal racist and a Democrat. There's a kind of a calming feeling, I always tell folks, when I think of the Holocaust and the tragedy of the Holocaust. She loves the Holocaust. The tragedy was that the Jews then went to what is now Israel. That's why she thinks it's a tragedy. Well, there is a a man by the name of uh, Ben Berkwam. Ben Berkwam is with Real America's Voice. And uh, he looks like a good guy. I, uh, I like him. I looked him up. And he went to Rashida Tlaib's congressional office, uh, Ben Berkram did, Frontline America and Law and Border, Law and Border. Uh, ben Berkram, he's a regular American guy, wears an American flag cowboy hat, he's got a lovely wife and two beautiful children. And he went to Rashida Tlaib's office where there's a Palestinian flag, uh, six feet uh, flag in front of her office, and wanted to ask her why she supports terrorism. Congresswoman. Will you denounce Hamas? Will you denounce Hamas? Why do you support terrorists? You're dehumanizing Palestinians. No, you're you're supporting terrorists. No, you're supporting terrorists. You're supporting terrorists. He asks a question, she attacks him. You're dehumanizing? What I'm not? I think uh, the butchery might have been dehumanizing. Not going to get to the liquor store owner in Washington, D.C. She says she's leaving because Democrats come in every day and steal things from her liquor store and walk out laughing at her because the Democrats love crime. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.